Good morning and welcome to another day of Hearts Knit Together in Christ Ministries. I want to say thank you for listening to this podcast ministries where we're here to share God's word, to share his love, and to teach his word through scripture so that those that are listening near and far may come to know God in a deeper, more intimate way and grow in their faith through reading and through praying God's word each and every day. Uh, Before we get started in our text today, the message of inspiration, I want to start off by just thanking those who have donated their money to support this this ministry and to those who listen faithfully and, and, and are encouraged by what the Lord has put in my heart to share with you. I just personally want to say thank you. Recently in the month of August, I started a GoFundMe account. Um, and this account was created to further get some things that are needed to advance this ministry, but more so to make sure that the legal documentations are there and to get things like printer and and other necessities that that this ministry would need to uh, continue to do the things of God. And God put it in some of those uh, people that are listening each and every day to to fulfill the goal. And uh, we reached our goal yesterday. And I just want to say thank you so much for being obedient and listening to the Lord. And, and to give into a ministry that is fulfilling to the heart of God. And so I thank you. And to those who did not get a chance to give, don't let the fact that we reached a goal stop you from giving um, because the, the funding can still be used in God's kingdom for to do more work. And so I promise you that your giving your prayers, your listening will not be in vain. And so today, if I get a chance, I want to release a video to say again, just simply thank you. And I just stand in awe and I'm so amazed at what the Lord is doing for this ministry because this ministry really truly does glorify him. And so with that being said, I just want to say thank you again. And We're going to get into God's word today because if you're like me, I'm sure your heart is hungry for the word of God. And one of the the topics that we're going to talk about is being thirsty for Jesus. To thirst for Jesus is such a beautiful thing daily, day from day to day. And, you know, naturally, the human body was designed to eat food. And sometimes if the body does not eat the proper food, your body naturally will shut down. And also when you don't drink water, your body will go into dehydration mode. And naturally we think in terms of the physical body, but what happens when the spiritual body has not been fed the right uh, portions of spiritual food, of knowledge and wisdom. There is a thirst. There is a hunger 
whether you realize it or not. And the soul can't be satisfied until the word of God is manifesting itself in such a way that you fall in love with who God is. And more importantly, you fall in love with his word and begin to develop a relationship with him. So being thirsty for Jesus is so essential to living every day in a way that your soul becomes satisfied and filled with God's word. And so in the book of John chapter 7, verse 39, Jesus promises us living water and he's going to show us how to receive this living water. And we're going to also read a little bit bit in the book of Isaiah chapter 55 where God is going to give us an invitation to the salvation and show us how to come and drink how we are to come and drink but we're going to start right here in John chapter 7 verse 37 it says on the last day the climax of the festival Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. So, number one, he says, if you're thirsty, Jesus is implying you can come. If anyone who believes, he says you can come. But not only can you come, you can drink. You can drink from Jesus' fountain of life. I'm talking to those today who have probably been drinking from the wrong fountains of life. You've probably been drinking from the fountain from which you have been raised growing up. You've been drinking from a fountain that has no true purpose or value. You've been drinking from a fountain that is broken. A fountain that does not fulfill your soul. And so I want you to know that it's okay if you've been drinking from the wrong fountain. But as of this day, the Lord wants you to know that you don't have to drink from those fountains anymore. Because he has a new fountain where he promises living water and he promised that those if you are thirsty enough if you believe in Jesus enough you're going to become satisfied in who he is and it also says for the scriptures declare rivers of living waters will flow from his heart Jesus has living waters that flows from his heart but not only did he have the living waters from his heart but he wanted to share that living water so that our hearts can flow with the spirit so that the spirit of God will consume us from the inside out and if you're tired of drinking from fountains that brings about life's disappointment, confusion, frustration, 
sin, separation from the Lord, darkness. There is a new fountain to drink from today. And that fountain is found in Jesus and his promises because he says and declares that he is the living water. In John 7, chapter 7 and 39, when Jesus said that rivers of living water will flow from his heart, in 39 it says, when he said that, living waters, he was speaking of the Spirit who would be given to everyone believing in him. But the Spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not entered into his glory. That was at a point that Jesus had not died and been with the Father. But because Jesus has died and rose from the dead and is seated at the right hand of the Father, this revelation was referring to those in the now. That invitation still stands for those who believe in Jesus Christ that we can drink from his fountain of living waters because he offered it. He offered the spirit of God to us. It's been given to us and there is no hindrance that can keep us from coming. And the only way that we can refuse to be thirsty and accept that invitation is only to die rejected, dejected, and not believe, not receive it. And I love, as we're going to, we're going to skip over to Isaiah 55. I love that God also extend his invitation to the Lord's salvation, just like Jesus was extending his invitation for us to come to the promises and be filled with the living water of Jesus Christ. And so in Isaiah 55, it starts off by saying, Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. If you have no money, come take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. How many of you know that everything that God wants to give you is free in his kingdom? from his invitation to accepting him as Lord and Savior, to believing his word, to accepting the call, the purpose he has over your life, to allowing the Holy Spirit to work in you and through you is free. You don't have to charge. You don't have to pay money for it. He's given it to us for free. Because his son, Jesus Christ, paid the price for it on Calvary. And this is what I love when he said, after he said it's free, in verse 2, he says, Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. God has the finest food in his kingdom. And the food that 
God wants to give us is so much greater than earthly food. The food that God wants to give us is his spiritual manna. It's the daily bread of reading his word and allowing this word to come alive in our hearts. Verse 3, he says, Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I use him to display my power among the peoples. I made him a leader among the nations. You also will command nations you do not know, and peoples unknown to you will come running to obey. Because I, the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, have made you glorious. Seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him now while he is near. Let the wicked change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to God, for he will forgive generously. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. What an awesome scripture to know that the Lord himself, the King of Kings, the host of hosts, has given us an invitation, a personal invitation to come and to drink from his rivers of living waters. I don't think it gets any better than that. I don't think it gets any sweeter than that to know that God cares about our souls so much that he will extend an invitation for us to personally accept. To those that are listening today, I pray that if you have not accepted Jesus Christ into your heart to be your Lord and Savior, and if you have not drunk from his true fountain of living waters, God is extending you an invitation for you to accept and believe that Jesus is truly the Son of the living God. Lord, we pray today, Father God, for you, God, to dismantle anything in our hearts that will hinder us from believing in the promises, the promises of eternal salvation found in nothing and no one except Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Lord, we, we, we accept the invitation to come and drink from your fountain. Lord, we ask for you to fill us with your living waters so that we no longer hunger and thirst for anything else outside of you, God. Lord, fill us with the power of your Holy Spirit, God, so that we can become a leader like David, God. Lord, I thank you, God, that no matter what kind of condition that we're in mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, even, even in our financial situation, God, you still give us the open invitation to come, whether we have little 
or whether we have no money, God, you still want us to come to you. So I pray today, God, that our hearts will surrender and that we will come to you, Father God, while you're still speaking, while you're still near, while you're still extending the invitation. Because, Lord, we know that one day the invitation will not always be extended, just like a wedding. Lord, we know, God, that when the bride and groom has come to the ceremony, there are no more invitations to be given because the ceremony has begun. Father, I am praying for those who have not accepted the invitation and for those who have accepted the invitation but has found themselves, God, going back to things that are not fulfilling to their hearts. Lord, you know. So, Father, I pray that you will always have a forgiving heart and a merciful heart towards your people, especially to those who humble themselves and seek your face. Lord, we love you, and we thank you, God, that we were created to thirst after you, God. Lord, may you continue to fill us in every way, God. God, let your word bring life into into our hearts forevermore. And it's in Jesus' holy name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to Hearts Knit Together in Christ. May you have a blessed and beautiful day. And remember that Jesus loves you and that he's chosen you to come and drink from his fountain of life to all who hunger and thirst. May you keep thirsting for the Lord wants to fill you today. Be blessed. Until next time, thank you for listening to Hearts Knit Together in Christ. Bye-bye.